Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Wealthy Speaker Show with host Paul Lawrence Van. This empowerment talk radio show moves listeners to live their best life possible. Paul provides an exceptional platform for experts to assist listeners in discovering how to be more, do more, and achieve more in life. Paul Lawrence Van is an entrepreneur, speaker, certified business coach, and author of the book Living on Higher Ground. Tune in, listen in, and call in with questions at 646 646- Five nine five four seven nine seven, or join Paul in the web chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com slash Paul Lawrence Van. Get ready for another amazing episode of the Wealthy Speaker Show. And good afternoon. This is Paul Lawrence Van, host of the Wealthy Speaker Show. Glad you could be with us today, and I hope your day is coming along very nicely, very productive. Uh, spirit filled and just having a wonderful time. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Fan. I've been hosting the Wealthy Speaker Show for over seven years, and this show is about empowering people to be more, to do more, and to achieve more in life. So, welcome to today's show, and it's going to be a lot of fun. In fact, today it's going to be about living an inspired life. What I'd also like for you to do during the course of this this particular episode is to call in with questions that you may have of me. You can do so at area code 646-595-4797. Once more, call in to ask me your questions about how to live an inspired life. You can do so at area code 646-595-4797. And you can also join us in the web chat room today as well for all the Wealthy Speaker Show fans, followers, and, of course, friends. So let me tell you just a little bit about myself just to get this started. Uh, I, myself, have lived just a wonderful life. I won't go into everything, but I'll just tell you the most recent things that has been taking place with me. And part of that is the fact that I'm the author of three books and the most recent uh, book being titled The Voyage to Your Vision. I'm an international bestseller, selling author, also a motivational speaker, certified professional life coach, certified diversity trainer, trainer, and producer, and of course, host of this wonderful, wonderful show, The Wealthy Speaker Show. So let's talk a little bit about living an inspired life. What I want you to take from today's episode is the fact that life is going to have challenges. It's going to be challenges for everybody. And it's always been that since the creation of time. And the sooner we come to terms with the fact that every day is not going to come up roses, we have to make an adjustment for that. And that adjustment that we're going to make is with our mindset. And so part of what I'll talk about today is just prepping and priming ourselves to be the best that we can be. And the world does not change around us unless we change. I'll repeat that. The world around us does not change unless we change. So we must be flexible and we must be willing to make some changes with ourselves because we have more control over ourselves more than any other human being. And with that being the case, once we position ourselves to live an inspired life, we're simply on our way. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is uh, taking a look and an assessment of where we are today. It does not matter whether you are elderly. It doesn't matter if you're middle-aged or if you're young, a young teenager. It doesn't matter. What matters most is really looking in that mirror of life and just asking yourself, 
Is this all there is to it? Can there be more? Is there more? And if there is more, how do I go about interfacing with, with that? And the way we interface with that, of course, is just getting a simple piece of paper, get a pencil or a pen, and just write down the things that you really love. And then write down the things that you don't like as much. And when you look at your top ten list of each item, what you want to do is to narrow it down to the top three things that you really love and the top three things that you may be doing now in a job or prospects of a job in school and look at ways how you can take that thing that you don't like as much and convert it over to something that you love to do. Because we really are going to operate on the premise of our gifts. We're going to run on the premise of our talents, and we're going to rest on the tenets of our abilities. And in so doing that, it helps us to position ourselves to live an inspired life. There are very few people in this world who are doing jobs that they really love to do. In other words, the difference is passion. And then that passion can also run over into the area of purpose. And when we look at passion, it's just doing something that you absolutely positively love to do. For example, for some people, it could be something as simply as writing music. So there are people who love doing that. There could be people that enjoy sports. Uh, For example, I have a friend. He'll turn 58 this year. And I met him when we were both captains in the Air Force. And he's still wrestling to this day. He's 57 years old this fall. However, he is going for a repeat gold medal in the Greco-Roman wrestling. He'll be going to the, the city of Greece, the country of Greece this year, to Athens to wrestle where wrestling really first began. And uh, so that's a person who has passion. Or it could be someone who wants to be a professor at a university or a high school principal. It could be something of that nature, something that you really love to do and you're passionate about doing it. And we look at passion like this. This is how I interpret passion through everything I've done and everything I've learned. And everything I've done and I've learned from others, the greats in the speaking industry, the greats in the coaching industry, the greats in the business industry, entertainment industry, and it boils down to this. Now, I want you to listen to this. People who are passionate about what they do would do it for free without any money. Now, granted, you're going to have to pay them because they're experts at what they do, but they love what they're doing so much that you don't even have to pay them. They just love to do it. And and that's what I'm talking about by having that passion. And the other part of that is having that burning desire. In other words, something that you positively cannot live without. Now, mind you, I'm not talking about another person in a relationship, but what I'm talking about is, if you are a pilot and you love to fly jet aircraft, then you have a burning desire. If you are a singer or a pastor and you have a, a burning desire to affect people in positive ways, then you are going to do whatever it takes to make that happen. You're going to write the next uh, song that's going to perhaps be the next bestseller. Are uh, you going to write that sermon that just sets that church on fire for people who, who want to follow the Lord, our creator? And, and so that's what I'm talking about. And that's what we have to have and what we have to do in order to really make something of ourselves, not only us, but our children, our family, and then other people in the community. 
And so in order to achieve levels of success, we must definitely make an assessment of where we are in life today and then lay out some goals and some milestones in terms of how we're going to do that, whether it takes some training, whether it takes some class works, whether it takes some technical skills, whether it just simply takes jumping in and making some great things happen as a volunteer until people begin to identify and see you as an expert. And a great way to do that, of course, is to get up on a stage and, and speak by becoming a speaker because each time you get up to speak, you're really introducing your business to a new audience. And as a result of that, it gives you some positioning in the industry and people to identify you because they see you. And there's consistency and uh, you being able to do that, of people being able to do that, and that's n another aspect. And so in order for us to live an inspired life, uh, we also want to look at our uh, spiritual aspect of our life. Are we actually committed totally to that in which we believe? Do we believe in God? Do we believe in, in Jesus Christ as an example? Uh, do we believe in, as a Muslim, uh, Prophet Muhammad, do we believe in him? Do we believe, you know, in the Catholic Church? It really comes down to people's individual preference, uh, their religious preference, their spiritual preference. Some people, it's simply a matter of, of meditation. So there are different ways in which people go to a higher source to help them to be able to negotiate a path and the best path for them in life. And another aspect of achieving success and living an inspired life is to be thankful and have a heart of gratitude for where you are at this very moment because that's the new genesis uh, for us, a new foundation, a new start for all of us who want to get to the next level of whatever industry or avocation or occupation that we are, are seeking uh, to achieve and to join. And so these are just some of the things that we must give consideration to in order for us to be able to move on and to achieve success in life. And at this time, uh, what I want to do is welcome guest uh, 325. Thank you so much uh, for being uh, with us today and your presence. We really appreciate you for that. So if you have any questions, of course, you can post them here in the web chat room, or you can just call in and ask me a question one-on-one -on -one at 646-595-4797. And uh, I will continue on. So again, what we initially want to do is look at the assessment of where we are today. Without that assessment, likelihood is that we won't be able to see the forest for the trees. And as a result, uh, we really have to make a, an analysis of where we are today. I also want to thank King James Radio Network for being with us today. I want to give a big shout-out to King James Radio. You're doing some great things out there, and thank you for your presence today. But looking back at our assessment, the things that we want to do is to take a look at the positive and the negative, the things that we're really passionate about. And we want to really hone in on them, the top ten, and again, bringing them down to the top three. Likewise, for the things we're not so passionate about, we also want to list those, and perhaps some of those we can convert uh, to a positive for us as a part of our passion field. And again, those passion fields could very well be broadcasting. It could be speaking. It could be writing a book. Had someone told me 20 years ago 
that I would have written three books that I would never have believed them because I've always talked about writing a book just like other people. And then finally, after I wrote the first book, it was easy to do book number two as well as book number three. And so what we uh, want to look at again is setting those milestones, the goals that we want to achieve in order to live an inspired life. And we get inspired by other people each day. I go on Facebook. I have uh, several accounts and I always post positive things and people ask well, Paul, where do you get this stuff from? And you know what I tell them? I tell them, I don't know. <laughs> and that's the truth. It's the truth, I'm telling you. It's the truth because it's inspired. Uh, I pray and the inspiration comes to me. I might see another post that someone else put up, and that would inspire me to do a little research and put another post in there. And I also uh, write articles. And, and and the different things that happen is that you're inspired by other people. And as a result, because we're inspired by other people, it helps to share that with others, share that knowledge, that wisdom that we may have, that spiritual wisdom or, or knowledge that we have, and share that with other people. Because the more we share and the more we give, the better off society, humanity is going to be, the better off relationships that we're going to have. And I think it's very important uh, that we do that in order to live an inspired life. It's very difficult to, leave an, to live an inspired life if we're not inspired. But it's the truth. Uh, most mornings I get up, I really don't know what I'm going to post. I don't know what I'm going to write. I really don't know. But the Spirit comes to me and just says, okay, we're going to write this today. And I'm like, well, I can write. <laughs> and I put it out there, and it really captures and it really uh, draws like-minded people in. And that's just another aspect of living that inspired life. So note this, as I've requested earlier, that if you're not inspired by something you see written or someone that you know is doing something positive in your life, then you're not living an inspired life because we have so much around us. We have the sun, we have the moon, and we have the stars. But most importantly, people, we have you, so we have each other, and that's what's so inspirational about life. I can hardly remember a day that anyone would not be inspired by something, really. by something. You can be inspired by something. So living an inspired life means we're being inspired by other people. It doesn't mean necessarily that we carry the message forward, but at least we're inspired in our life to uh, share uh, something positive with people. And one of the fastest things that we can do to share with people is with, we're passing them on the way to work, on the way to take care of some chores, to give a smile or a handshake or open the door for someone or to uh, talk to people that may need mentorship or perhaps you may need to be mentored uh, by someone, which happens on a daily basis. But living that inspired life, we can all have it. And we can all use it in our lives on a daily basis. So we have to really get excited about something. So if, if I were to ask uh, any of you uh, what, what inspires you, uh, for those of you who are in the web chat room, I'd ask you what inspires you each and every day to be the best that you can be at what you do. And I'll give you just a, a, a few um, a minute or so just to post there. So the things we look at is making that assessment finding out what we're passionate about in life, and also taking that passion to the next level because there's certain levels of passion too. And that next level of passion that we want to hit is the, how purposeful is it. In other words, 
Are we living our purpose? That is the question that most people want. It's asking that question, why am I here? A lot of people ask that question, and some people search for it for a lifetime. But once we get into an alignment, we know what our purpose is, and and we live that purpose out. For 20 years, I lived my purpose out in the United States Air Force as a leader of of people and a, also a leader and a manager of money, where I worked in the billions of dollars. And that's just an example. You may do something different. So we have to also look at, is it purposeful? So my purpose was I wanted to help maintain strength in the United States, that, that our people here in our country, all 300 million people would have safety and security, that we won't have any harm, not from outside or inside. Someone else may be that they want to get more members in their congregation. Other people, they may want to have more people attend the, the sports events or children to, to do their best in school, teachers who want to see children achieve high levels. And so we have different areas in which we can focus in on to help us to live that inspired life that we, when we go to sleep at night, we really can't sleep because we have so much on our mind and we can't wait to get up the next day and go out and do it again and not only just get some things done, being productive and also to being able to share our expertise, but to also inspire other peoples to do it as well. Another aspect of looking at living an inspired life is that we must look at what style and what type of leadership that we have. And some people ask me at different events, well, I'm not really a leader. And I say, oh, contraire. In other words, oh, yes, you are. <laughs> and it's oh, yes, you are because you may not be leading other people or you may not be managing billions of dollars of funds for an organization, but you have your individual life, and if we're not leading our individual lives, then are we really alive? It really goes back to that same question. Why am I here? It really goes back to that. So even if you're not leading a, other people, an organization, not your own organization or anyone else's, you still have to lead your life. You have to take care of your physical body because we know that our, our health is our wealth. We also have to condition our minds to consistently read positive things. Uh, perhaps for some of us it's the Bible, others it's, it's books that great motivational speakers have written, uh, great authors have written. It could be people in history, military history, in the entertainment industry, and business leaders. It could be just a wealth of things, but if we, it's all what we are about is what we put in our minds. We have to always manage what we put in our minds because what we put in our minds, it also impacts what we have in our heart. And we are judged by our creator by what's in our heart. And we want them to be in alignment, to be in sync, that what everything that we do and everything that we touch, we just want it to get and we want it to be the best, and we want it to be the best because we simply do not want to be wasting our times. So we want to continue to, to progress. There's one thing I always say if we're going to live an inspired life is that we must be seeking the future. And the reason why we seek the future because that's where our success is. Our success is in the future. For some of us, we already have it right now, 
But that's just that level of success. There's a greater level of success there. And we're not comparing ourselves to anyone. If a person is getting $50,000 a speech, when well, that's, that's them. That's not me. I might want 5000 I might want 10000 I might want 1000 depending on what, what the particular uh, speaking platform is and the audience is. And so we don't want to do that. We don't necessarily have to have a best-selling book. Now, I'm thankful that I have one. I finally got one here after the third attempt, and uh, with that book, it really helps position me to get my message out on a higher level. And so the same thing may hold true for you, that if you've always considered writing that book, that's another way to leave your imprint on life because books have a, a lifespan of 70 years or 72 years. It's kind of the same lifespan as people do. And so even if we're not here uh, and, and we've, we've gone on to, to greater things, the book is still there. So people can still reflect on that and look at it and just go back to it, and they'll be able to have a source uh, to help move them along. So we looked at, again, at this time, we looked at making an assessment of where we are today, looking at the top ten things that we're passionate about or we really love to do, trying to align it with our purpose as best that we can. And I believe that we can all do that. And then to continue to become the best leader that we can be, whether it's individually or as it's leading an organization. And then we also want to keep growing. We have to keep growing. We're going into the future. And for some of us, we have our success now, but we also know that this is not the final. There's even more because we grow as a person, we grow as a people, we grow as a community, as a country, and as, as around the world with 7 billion people. And so we want to live an inspired life and being able to leave something as a uh, marker or milestone for other people to see years and years after we've gone, whether it's our children, our grandchildren, whether it's uh, leaders in a local community. All of these things really count, and what we do, everything that we do simply counts. There's no doubt about it. So what I'd like to do right now is entertain any questions that you may have. I want to give an opportunity to call in. You call in, and we can talk direct. Any questions that you may have about living an inspired life, you can do so at area code 646-595-4797. Again, I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Fan. I've been hosting the Wealthy Speaker Show for seven and a half years. I have close to 900 episodes in the books, people. This thing is just going on and it's taking a life of its own. And guess what? I'm not going to stop it. <laughs> I'm not going to stop it because I'm having so much fun. And to live that inspired life, again, it's just a matter of just looking to your left or looking to your right, no matter where you are, and you will be able to find success. Now here, we have posted in the web chat room a great friend of mine, an awesome producer and host of the King James Radio Network, and he states, in my case, the ones who inspire me are the high school kids and parents that I work with on a regular basis. Finding purpose seems to be an ongoing journey. Even when you think you have found it, sometimes the purpose can change. What great comments, and thank you so much, King James Radio Network, for posting this. And again, I have a passion for that as well, working with children, and because they are our future. And when you're working with those parents and you're working with the students, for example, I'll give you just a 
preface of what I've done, in my children's uh, new elementary school that I took them to, they didn't have a parent-teacher organization, so I put my hat in the ring to run for president thinking, oh, they'll never vote me in. They don't know who I am. The vote went up, and I won. <laughs> I was president for the first two years for a brand-new school and a PTO that didn't have a penny. And I know that the fact that you're working with children on a daily basis in high school and you're working with the parents, I know that's a wonderful combination to work with is getting them aligned to get the most out of that situation. And as you stayed here, finding purpose seems to be an ongoing journey. Even when you think you have found it, sometimes the purpose can change. And perhaps that purpose is getting more parents to get actively involved in the school life of their children, uh, getting the parents to join the parent-teacher organization or the PTA, and getting them to make contributions uh, to the school, to the children, and to the staff. It can be an, a daunting challenge, not only where I'm at here in, near the nation's capital, but, of course, in your area, which is in that New York, greater New York, New Jersey area, and as well as around the country. So that's a great question because what I'm looking at here, what I'm interpreting through you, is that you want to see these children achieve the most that they can achieve to maximize their ability, their skills, and their talents, and you also want to see those parents working productively with them to make great things happen. So uh, I definitely understand that, and, and I will uh, definitely uh, touch base with you as a follow-up uh, on the King James Radio Network to see if there are ways that I can help uh, with that particular process. So that's a great post, and I thank you for asking it. And now, uh, I want to see if anyone has called in. No one has called in, so I will continue in terms of what, what I'm talking about today. And it's, of course, to provide a wealthy speaker show, fans, followers, friends, to gain a great appreciation of what it takes to achieve success, and then providing those steps, and I've covered several of them already. Now, in order for people to become successful, first we have to define what success is itself. Success is defined differently for everyone. Success for someone may be obtaining their high school diploma. It could be obtaining a bachelor's degree. It could be going to a junior college and getting a technical degree, perhaps in hospitality or some other field or, the, or through the fine arts. It could be several different things for success. So first, in order to achieve success, we have to define what it is, and it's different for everyone. We also can look around and look at what other people are doing. Not that we have to do the same thing, but it gives us a really great barometer in which to measure success by. Now, uh, when we look at uh, different fields of study or if we're looking into ministry, uh, different areas like that, uh, one could almost just turn on a television or go to the library and, and get a documentary or see a documentary about other people in history or current people who are very uh, popular now in what we call the pop culture, being able to take a look at people and seeing what they're doing. Uh, I know when I spoke in schools, which I did for the state of Maryland for six years, uh, they had a Maryland uh, program where they would bring in business professionals to speak at the high school, grades 9 through 12. And without, without fail, the students either wanted to be professional athletes or they wanted to be rappers. It was one or the other and sometimes both. And so we had, I had to bring them back down to that level 
and and tell them, well, perhaps that may not be your field. Perhaps it's just what you're seeing right now. If you're watching television and you, you're watching the, the stations that have the rappers on it, that's probably why you're doing that, because I had nephews who did that too. But we have to bring ourselves to that point and our children to that point where we show them what success is. So I have a, ch- a daughter in the fifth grade, a son in the second grade. So, wow, I'm really making an impression on these children through my speaking abilities and writing books and doing the radio show. And not only on the Wealthy Speaker Show, but I've been interviewed on over 100 radio stations throughout the United States and Canada as well as television. And so I would take my children with me to the to the television station here in the Washington, D.C. area, and they could actually see me on television as they're sitting in the audience. And so there's no greater impression that you can make than on your own children. And as you all know, it's very tough to impress your own children. (laughs) It's very tough. But that's just one example. And perhaps if you're in the business, if you're in sales or direct marketing, People, your family see you doing that. Other people see you do that. They want to do the same thing. That's called success. King James Radio Network, that is success because people follow it and they want to know what exactly uh, is he doing and he's doing it. How do I do it? That's what people want to know. How do I do that? And that's really how things uh, take shape. And uh, right now I'm going to thank uh, King James for the question. And uh, I look forward to Uh, us networking even more in the future. So, again, we looked at uh, to live an inspired life, to get get back on message, is to make an assessment of where we are today. And then we have to lay out a roadmap in terms of where we want to be in the future because the future is coming whether we like it or not, whether we do something about it or not. The future is coming, and we have to not only be ready for it but be a step ahead of the future because that's where all great things will happen. We also know that some people have achieved success, uh, some not finishing high school, and then some finishing high school. So for different people, again, it's it's something different. And, uh, you know, we roll out the Bill Gates, and we roll out different people like that who who didn't attend college or or dropped out of college, and, and their passion really took them to the next level. And so I stated earlier that we have to have that burning desire that we are so passionate about the field of endeavor that we're in that we'll do it for no money. Now, everyone listen to me right now saying, well, I need the money. (laughs) Trust me, I'm saying the same thing. I need the money. But it just goes to show you that some people are not in it for the money. They're actually in it for improving society, improving humanity, and they do things and they don't receive pay. And ultimately, when they're recognized for the excellence and the passion that drove them to that point, then at that point, that's when they start receiving the monetary aspect of that. And uh, that's definitely something we want to look at. And then we want to look at how that passion, making sure it aligns with the purpose. What is our purpose? And, again, going back to that same question, we can ask it every day because it helps us to redefine ourselves, and that is, why am I here? That's our purpose. And, And once we align to that, we're on our way. And then we, again, want to look at uh, how do we achieve success, and we all define success differently. And by defining success differently, it helps 
us to continue to grow and move into the future. I want to follow up right now uh, with another chat room post, and it states in the sports arena that I'm in, you want to see the kids play up to their full potential. In my case, there needs to be a joint effort to draw a bigger interest for the high school athletic teams from parents, alumni, and supporters in that town or area. I'm sure there are a lot of towns in the United States that are going through something similar. And that's a very excellent point. And uh, what we're finding is uh, perhaps what can help a situation like that is to get some sponsorship for those athletic teams. I know I've seen different uh, teams in Texas, high school teams, that actually have sponsors on their field. And so they're sponsoring them. And some schools, most schools have at least a couple of sponsors. It might be the newspaper. It may be some businesses and industries within that area. But when you get that alignment and getting people to push for certain sports, then uh, that really helps bring communities together. Because sports, of, of all the industries out there, is probably the most dynamic. It's probably uh, the most free-flowing because there are team aspects that are involved. And, and getting, getting parents, getting the alumni and supporters in that era to support it, it's a huge undertaking. And what it really, really takes is to, to get a voice out there for those schools. And so we have to, one of the first things I look at is, well, what are the schools uh, in my local area that are successful at it in, in getting the parents and the alumni and the supporters in that town and area to work with it. And I know there are some, there's always at least one or two successful schools in an area uh, that you can go to and look at that as a model and then pattern that particular model and, and help to bring the people together. But number one, in which uh, King James uh, Radio Network is stating here, is to being able to get the the follower, get the fans, get Everybody going in the same direction, the, the athletes themselves, their particular parents, the coaches at the school, and then the community at large. And those students who were attended that school that happened to be athletes. So going back through those yearbooks and seeing, well, is there anyone in here that we can call on? I'm, I, and I'm pretty sure there is. A lot of people like to go back and support the schools that they attended and want to see it do do well, specifically in their area. So those are just some things to be able to go out and try to get that sponsorship and bring the community together, hold some community meetings, and, and bring people in and, and tell them what the particular goal is and how it can help the child, help the student, help the relatives of, of the student to bring the community together even more. And so that's another really great idea. And, and again, that's really living the inspired life because you want to see your community be strengthened as a result of working with the children, and the children are important because the children do, in fact, represent our future, and, and it's very, very important. Uh, what I want to talk about now is where do we go from here? We know what our current status of life is. We know where we stand today at this very moment, but how do we project ourselves out 5, 10, 15 years as for me, I plan on being here at least 100 years. <laughs> I don't do this working out for my health. <laughs> I do this working out to stay healthy. But uh, actually, I'm just pulling your leg. But uh, we have to project where we want to be 
from today, 5, 10, 15 years down the road. And, again, because the future is not going to wait for us, we can actually head on into the future. But in order to do that, we have to have the, the strength, we have to have the mindset, we have to have the focus, and we have to have a reason to live. Me, well, I have a wife and I have two children. I live for them. I live for the Lord, our God. I live for God. And so those are some reasons for me to really live, but it takes me from where I am currently today, a speaker, a coach, an author, a talk show host, and project myself into the future to be able to take care of my family, take care of help with my community, help with my extended family, and the world at large. I've done it once in the military, but Chapter 2 of my life, I can tell you, uh, it's even sweeter than the time that I had, the 20 years I served in the United States Air Force. And so I know that the future is coming, and I have to be ready for it. And we all have to be ready for it because it's whether we're ready for it or not, it's coming. And we have to do things to position ourselves. And I talked about it before. We have to look at what is the penultimate goal or objective that we want to have for our life. We can almost say it like this. At the end of our days, what is it that you would have want to achieve, and then you write it down, and then you start taking steps to achieve it? Now, I know that sounds like a lot. In many ways, it is, and then in other ways, it's not. But we established a particular goal. One of my goals was to write 10 books in 10 years. So I wrote my first book in 2005 when it was published, and I wanted to have 10 books written and published within 10 years. Well, I didn't make it. <laughs> but I'm not mad at myself because I gave it my best shot. I had a couple of children in between there. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm on track. I have three of them completed now, and I may have a couple of more out by uh, the end of this year, which would put me at five. And, and I think that's not bad. And so I have to, we have to continue to establish and set goals for ourselves. For speaking, it's just more speaking engagements, maybe different types of audiences, uh, maybe not traveling as much, and then even doing more with the Wealthy Speaker Show because I bring on fantastic guests. I brought on King James Radio Network before. You bring on really tremendous and amazing guests to be able to share that with different audiences. And, and so in the last uh, probably three weeks, I've brought on some very dynamic people, and uh, they have really just set the place on fire in terms of really uh, pushing uh, the Wealthy Speaker Show and what they do. And as a result of that, it really helps uh, people. It helps them to see a different point of view. You want to be on the cutting edge of things, you want to be, if possible, a thought leader going into the future that people, when they first think of, of uh, the King James Radio Network, whatever they think about sports, that's who they think about. That's just an example of what I'm talking about. And, and when we get to that point where we have uh, different agents and they call you and say, hey, I need you to get my guests on your radio show. And I'm like, just tell me the time and the place. 
because <laughs> I'm always ready. I'm always ready to to uh, bring on some really tremendous guests, and 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 uh, of course that's what happened with uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's daughter, Bernice King, and uh, her agent called me one day, and I had just left this uh, place, and I, she said, I, "I want you to get on this weekend." No problem. Got the information. She was promoting her mother's book, uh, uh, Mrs. Uh, Coretta Scott King's book. And uh, we were able to get that interview within, I believe it was about 72 hours from the time I received the call to the time the show actually took place. And so it's things such as that that I look at all the different areas of my life, and I also want you to start thinking about different aspects of your life, whatever industry you happen to be in, is to just say, where do I want to be in the future? And what is that lofty goal that we have there? You know, there's something that I was listening to on the radio the other day, and the what they were saying was that oftentimes, this pastor was on, on the radio, and he was saying that oftentimes people don't pray big enough. And I kind of sit up in my seat as I was driving, so I had to really pay attention. He said, what does he mean by your goals aren't big enough? You know, God, what he was saying was, God wants your goal to be so crazy big and just unbelievable that he can take care of it. So what he's saying is some people will just pray, oh, Lord, pay my utility bills, pay my light bill, my water bill. And God, what he wants us to ask for, I want to own the uh, electric company, the water company, so that I can know I'll have the money to pay my utility bills. It's like that. And that's just an example that we think so big that it's just nobody would believe us. You won't even be able to tell your wife or your boyfriend, your girlfriend. You won't even pay, tell your mom. That, that goal and that end game is just so big that it scares you. And when it scares you, you know you're on the right track. You know it's within the purpose, and you know that all things are going to work out for you. And it, and it is, and it's going to work out for you. And so that's what I want to talk about today, that we set such a lofty in-game goal that uh, it's just unbelievable. When you tell people that in-game, they think that you're crazy. But you're not, <laughs> and that's the difference. You're not crazy, but you're just thinking at such a high level, and you continue to focus and stay on that, that in the end, you're going to receive it. And because you're going to receive it, it's going to help so many other people. It's like my friend Zig Ziglar, the late Zig Ziglar would say, if you help enough other people with what they want, you can get what you want out of life. And that, that is very true. It's the, the, the philosophy of the more we give, the more we get. And we're not even trying to get more. But we're giving, and, and it's, you're rewarded by being able to receive it, more money for speaking, uh, more money uh, for the athletic teams at the schools, more money if you're in direct sales or marketing, whatever it may be, uh, the more you give, the more you're going to get. And I know some of us saying, oh, I've given so much, there's no more blood to give. There is more blood to give. <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, to be honest with you, we have to just set really lofty goals, and we have to go after them. We have to go after them with that purpose. We have to go after them with that passion. We must have that burning desire. We must focus in on our leadership skills. We must be able to lead our own lives in such a way that people remember us 
for that. When they think about your industry, there's only one that they're going to go to, and it's you. It's you and it's me. They're going to go to those industries because they know what they're getting. It's going to be excellent. And then we have to set those lofty goals in order to achieve that inspired life because when we live that inspired life, we're definitely helping other people along the way. And, and that's what this journey <clears throat> excuse me, is really all about. So we're coming to the end of this particular session. I want you all to know that I had so much fun today, and I hope that you did as well. And, again, in order to live that inspired life, uh, we want to take that assessment, look at our passion, the burning this out, align it with our purpose. We want to also hone our leadership skills because if we can lead our own lives, then the chances are we can lead other people and organizations. And then we want to set that success, define what that is, and then set that loft to go to just scare us. We won't, don't want to tell anyone. And because it just sounds so crazy good. So, again, uh, this is Paul Lawrence Van. I'm a speaker, best-selling author of the book, The Voyage to Your Vision. And I talked about living an inspired life today. And I'm just so thankful for my life. I'm thankful for each of you who listen in today. And on the next episode of the Wealth of the Speaker Show, we're going to do it again. We're going to have some great guests coming up in the, in the near future, so keep your eyes out for it. I'll also take a look at, at your particular shows, and we'll do this again. This is Paul Lawrence Van saying to you, thank you for joining me on the Wealthy Speaker Show. And go out there and live an inspired life. Have a good day, everyone, and thank you once again. Thank you for listening to The Wealthy Speaker Show with host Paul Lawrence Van. We recommend you inform your friends, family, and colleagues to tune in and listen to the archive of this show. Discover more about Paul and The Wealthy Speaker Show by going to www.blogtalkradio.com slash Van. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Wealthy Speaker Show. Until then, continue being who you were purposed to be in life.